are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We have such a fun show for you today. We are going to break down all of the Week 13 action in the NFL, give you our picks. Webb, I am on a serious hot streak. How, how did you feel? But how did you how did you do last week? Uh, mediocre, straight up, and with the spread, not so great. So, listeners, we didn't do a show earlier in the week, and I want to apologize for that. It's because Webb and I uh, competed in four things last week: fantasy basketball, fantasy football, our picks, and our team draft. And I went out and I just beat the brakes off Webb in all four of those things. And he was hiding in the corner of his house, just crying and crying. He was an emotional wreck. And that's why we're here today. Webb, are you feeling any better? Have you, have you, have you calmed down? I'm good, man. It's, it's, it's okay. After the month of terror that I unleashed on you, <laughs> I'm all right giving you a week. If that's what you want to say, sure. If that's your defense, I guess. Okay. Just a beating. Webb, let's jump right into it. We are recording this halfway through the Dallas-New Orleans Thursday night game. So we're not going to spend much time on that. The spread is Dallas minus six. It's Dallas at New Orleans. I chose Dallas to win and cover. Webb, what did you have? Dallas to win and cover simply because I don't think this team is going to lose four in a row. And um, New Orleans is quite depleted. That was my thinking, too. Taysom Hill's first start. Uh, Coach Mike McCarthy for Dallas is not there because of COVID. I thought that could only help Dallas win this game because he's terrible. And as of right now, we're looking pretty smart. They're covering, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, well, let's get into the Sunday. I I just, I don't want to, we, we, we put our picks in. You copied all my picks. I think you're going to do good this Sunday because you copied me. Do you feel strong about your picks? Do you feel ready? Uh, it's been a weird uh, middle of the season for the league, but yeah, I feel pretty good about most of my picks. You said most there. It shows no confidence. I'm on to you. I'm going to break you. <laughs> You're the Sunday worst. You know that, right? I really do. It's, it's, it's a gift and a curse. Sunday at one, Indianapolis at Houston. Indy by 10. Uh, this is T.Y. Hilton's home game. Every time he goes to Houston, he destroys them in NRG Stadium. Indy's coming off a tough loss to Tampa Bay. Houston just lost to the Jets in a game we both thought they should win. Gerard Taylor not making me look good for believing in him. Webb, what do you have for this game? I have Indy to win cover because I do not respect Houston at all. That's exactly where I am. I thought long and hard about having Houston cover the 10, but they're a dumpster fire. They are terrible. I just I have no respect for them at all. Was I wrong about Terod being like decent? Was that a really bad choice by me? No, I don't think so. I think um, I think Terod's he's good. Indy should win this by a lot, but we'll see. Okay, the next game: Arizona at Chicago. Arizona are favored by seven and a half points on the road. Kyler Murray apparently is back this week. He's missed three games in a row. They had the bye. He says he's ready to return. Cliff Kingsbury is fighting off uh, job rumors that he's going to take the Oklahoma college job. So that's going on right now. What do you think happens in this game, Webb? Yes, Arizona has their team back. Chicago is bad at football. I have Arizona to win and cover. Despite the rumors, this team is back in full swing. 
think so too. I think they win and cover. They have to. Kyler has missed the month. I think he's ready to go. I've got to believe he gets this done. He wants to win the MVP. I'm not sure he will, but I think he's going to try. Okay, the next game, Philadelphia at the New York Jets. Philadelphia are favored by seven points on the road. All road favorites so far. It's kind of interesting, Webb. Philadelphia is coming off just a pathetic loss to the New York Giants. The Jets beat Houston. Jalen Hurts is, uh, I want to say, terrible. Apparently, when he throws to Jalen Rager, he has a QBR of five, which is not great. I don't know why, but I have Philly to win and cover, and I'm going to regret that immediately because the Jets are almost surely going to win this game, but I think Philly wins and covers. I have Philly winning and covering as well, but because Zach Wilson's playing, I think I feel a little bit more confidently about my uh, my pick. So if Zach Wilson gets hurt, man, I wish we could change this mid-game to New York winning this game, but Philly will win. They were terrible last week. You were so unconfident. You didn't even say the word confidently correctly. That's how much, that's how little you believed in that pick. That's terrible. Okay. Next up, the LA Chargers at Cincinnati. Cincinnati are favored by three points at home. Cincy just beat Pittsburgh in a huge game. The Chargers also coming off a win. What do you have here, Webb? This might be not the game of the week, but like the sleeper game of the week. Um, I have the Chargers to win and cover, but this can go either way, man. So just uh, Burroughs was the number one pick in the draft two, last year. Justin Herbert went sixth in the same drafts. Burroughs got hurt last season. Herbert was the rookie of the year in a runaway. I think Burroughs wants to beat the brakes off Herbert. They're competing against each other. Number one pick versus number six. I just think Cincinnati is really good. Herbert's still really good, but I just... Joe Burroughs is an animal. I am all in on this guy. He might win the MVP this season because no one else seems to want to win it. I just think Cincinnati's beaten Pittsburgh down. They're going to beat the Chargers. I, I have very little faith in the Chargers winning this game, going to Cincinnati to win it. But we'll see. It'll be good. I, I think this probably is the game of the week, by the way. I like it. I know what other game you're thinking. I think this game will be more fun than that game. I agree. This will be more fun. I just think the other game has, you know, bigger stakes. For sure. more. St- I agree with you 100% more at stake, but I think this will be the most fun game of the week. When I the one I want to watch and the one I will not watch all of because Indianapolis and Houston, which will be loved, will take my attention away. Okay. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Tampa Bay are favored by 11 points on the road. Matt Ryan does not do well against Tom Brady. Up 28 to 3, loss. That's all we need to talk about because that's the worst loss in NFL history. A game Webb and I knew he would lose when it was 28 to 3. I still remember those text messages like, this isn't over. Everyone celebrating, this is not over at all. And we were right. Webb, what happens in this game? Uh, Brady still haunts Matt Ryan's dreams, his reality. Tampa wins and covers. He's been trolling the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan for years in New England and in in Tampa. So uh, Brady just destroys Atlanta. Brady also got his quarterback like Shanahan left and then took Brady's backup in Jimmy Garoppolo because of that Matt Ryan could not get traded to San Fran 
I just Brady's been ruining this guy's life for like a decade now, and I just really enjoy it because Brady, with his cheating, has ruined my life for 20 years. Okay, Webb, the New York Giants at Miami. Miami are favored by four points at home. What do you have here? You love the Giants. You were all in on Danny Dimes. Saquon Barkley is your favorite running back. What do you think happens here? Uh, Miami's, you know, surging right now, relatively. I have Miami to win the Giants to cover. Uh, I don't want to believe in this team too much. This has all the makings of a blowout in favor of Miami, but I think the Giants will kick like 10 field goals and uh, stay in this game. I have very little respect for the New York Giants. Whenever I think they're going to do okay, they let me down. I'm just going to keep betting against them until they prove me right, until they prove me wrong, sorry. And it's not looking like they're going to prove me wrong. They're bad. Daniel Jones is terrible. I'm all in. Miami gets it done. My boy Tua looks great recently. He recovered from the injury. Tua's back, man. I told you, Tua was great before the draft. I believe in Tua. He's back. Let's calm down here. That team's been hurt <laughs> the entire year. So I think it's the teams coming back together. Devontae Parker might play. Uh, Will Fuller apparently has you're, like a disgusting... You are, path- you are pathetic. A disgusting... Uh, <laughs> A disgusting finger injury. See, what the listeners don't know is that Webb picked up Devontae Parker in fantasy, so he's being super optimistic right now. <laughs> no one's buying it. <laughs> yeah, it was a risky move. Yeah, it's an understatement of the year. <laughs> okay, in a game I think... Sorry, I, yeah, we both have Miami to winning. Okay. In a game I think it's going to be fun, Minnesota at Detroit. Minnesota are favored by seven points on the road. Detroit is still winless, but Kirk Cousins has been known to do some real stupid things. During last week's game, he lined up behind the wrong person, not the center. He went lined up behind the right guard. I've never seen anyone do that before. Have you seen anyone do that before? Not a professional quarterback. No. Dalvin Cook uh, tore his labrum in the last game, which is not ideal. So Alexander Mattinson's getting the start. Uh, the Vikings are dealing with some personnel issues as well with Everson Griffin having some issues. Hopefully he gets cleared up and gets back in the game, but it could be a while for him. And I still have Minnesota to win and cover because Detroit's terrible. I want to believe in Jared Goff. I want to believe in these guys, but they're killing me, Webb. They're terrible. What do you have here? Uh, no matter how depleted your team is, no matter how uh, much of a tailspin your team is in, it's a free win against the Detroit Lions. Um, whether your quarterback knows how to line up under center or under guard, it's a free W, man. Minnesota to win and cover. I think so, too. I just, like, I want Detroit to get a victory. I just don't know when they're going to do it because they are terrible. Was Jared Goff always this bad in the Rams? Because I remember him making good throws. I remember him doing good things. What happened? Todd Gurley's not there anymore. Todd Gurley's not good anymore. Is he out of the league? Yes. Okay. Wasn't sure if he was like buried somewhere in a death chart. Um, Jared Goff was his, uh, his, his shortcomings were masked by uh, Sean McVay. Um, yeah. He's not good. If he wasn't playing, I might have Detroit covering. Is it crazy that Todd Gurley was basically the NFL MVP like three years ago and he's out of the league now? Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. That happened to the, De- De- oh. DeMarco Murray as well in Dallas. He led the league in rushing and was out of the league three years later. Right. Then he went to, uh, was it Philly, right? 
and then he was bad. Yeah, immediately bad. Yeah. It happened. It happened too. It happened to um, I want to say um Larry Johnson, who was really good for like two years, not MVP yeah. level, but he was really good, and then he was gone. Running backs, man, they take it terrible because all the hits. The next year, they could be just awful. That's yeah. so crazy to me that Todd Gurley was the best player in football, basically, and is out of the league now. It's wild. Yeah. Sean Alexander was amazing. Yeah. He actually won an MVP. Yeah, and he didn't That's last bad. much longer after that. He went to Washington, and he was trash. Yeah, running backs should never leave where they are. They should just... <laughs> yeah. Damn. All right. Okay, the Sunday at 4 o'clock games. First one, Jacksonville at your L.A. Rams. The Rams are favored by 13 points. Odell has not looked great so far. Von Miller has not looked great so far. Tell me why the Rams cover this 13. Matt Stafford has a list of injuries longer than my arm. Everything's broken on this guy. What happens in this game, Webb? Uh, Jacksonville's too bad. Like, they're too bad to really contend with the Rams. I know the Rams are on a, a, a losing streak, real bad. Like you said, Stafford's banged up. Odell's banged up. He sucks anyway. But um, I'm actually embarrassed that I thought he was going to catch a, a touchdown in every game that he played for the Rams. He, he uh, caught one last week, didn't he? He got one last week. Yeah, he got one, and then he limped off the field afterwards, immediately <laughs> was holding his back. He did catch one last week. Um, a breakaway, just Jamar Chase. Like, um, you mean yeah, the worst I mean, pick? The, Jamar Chase, the worst pick in last year's draft. You mean? We'll see, Coop. They still would have been better with Penny Sewell or, or Rashawn Slater. I'm not. I'm not coming off of that until Cincinnati wins a playoff game. We'll see. Honestly, I, I just like insulting. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Wash. Sorry. So you have the Rams to win and cover, right? Oh, sorry. Yes. Rams to win and cover. I think that 13 is a little high. I have Jacksonville to cover the 13. The Rams are going to win, but I think this game will be like 31-21. I don't think the Rams are 13 points better than anybody right now. They've been looking really tough lately. I just, I just don't see it. You mean they're not looking tough? I meant like a, the bad tough. Like, uh, it's oh. tough. Yeah, like, yeah. An, like an old catcher's myth that's just beaten down. Yeah. They're the Rams look bad. And um, the good Josh Allen might kill, might actually just kill Matt Stafford this week. Won't take much. Yeah. And like last week against the Rams got pushed around, like the bad offensive line they played against did nothing. Like Von Miller did nothing. Who's the best defensive player in football? You'd think Aaron Donald, but not last week. Like it's been tough. I'm not sure how good these Rams are right now, Webb. I'm not sure how good they're at all. Yeah, Von Miller was uh, FaceTiming Odell Beckham Jr. the day (laughs) they announced the signing and said, come get this Super Bowl. Von Miller had not played a game for the Rams at that point. Just how about you don't jinx the team? You know how Denver's done since Von Miller got traded? Better? I think they're three and one. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, tough. I'm very happy, but I enjoy seeing you in pain, which is good. Okay. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Baltimore favored by four and a half points on the road. Webb, you have been in on Pittsburgh all season. 
and they consistently let you down and lose in just horrendous fashion. What do you have in this game? This is going to be an interesting game. Uh, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers winning and covering this game, even though my mind is telling me do not go with Pittsburgh because they'll disappoint you. Uh, Pittsburgh winning and covering because I think, um, you know, there's no TJ Watt in all likelihood. Because I don't think he's going to get past the COVID protocols. But I think Pittsburgh ekes this out. I do not think they eke this out because they are not good. (laughs) They're bad. They're actively terrible at football right now. Big Ben's only play is to throw it deep and hope for pass interference. That's all he can do. He's bad. Yeah, he's not good. He is not good. Lamar did throw four interceptions last week, so I don't feel great about that one either, to be honest. But yeah, but I feel he doesn't do that a lot. Yeah, but he doesn't throw that much. And when he throws, they're not good. Remember, like last season, we're like, oh, Lamar can throw now. What happened to that? <laughs> like, turns out he can't. It's not good. But Baltimore still know. wins and covers this game, man, because Big Ben's just awful. He's real bad. And TJ Watt not being. In the game, I mean, I don't think they've ruled him out yet, but it doesn't look like he's going to play. The odds are against him to play. Yeah, I think he can. I I think what says likely not going to play. So I think he's almost surely out. But yeah, it would take a a miracle for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, LeBron came back after one day of testing positive for COVID. So yeah, but the NBA uh, tries to circumvent rules for LeBron. So I think it's different than. what the NFL is going to do for TJ Watt. Two days ago, they literally said LeBron is in COVID protocol. Two days later, that was the fastest I've ever seen turnaround. For I guarantee you, no other player would have had that happen. Yeah, LeBron tweeted out that this was fishy, just a bunch of fish emojis, and then immediately they're like, yeah, you're good to go back, and false positive, no problems. Yeah. It's crazy how that worked out for him, isn't it? I'm very shocked that the NBA would do something in his favor. They've almost never done that before. Yeah. So. Got suspended for one game. It's crazy. I'd like to see his tax returns. I think he still got paid. <laughs> no, you do get... Okay, sorry, no, never mind. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't. thought you... I thought you meant for the COVID game you missed, but I was like, no, it's... no, no. You get, you no, get paid for, for those. The... Yeah, for the suspended game, he wouldn't, but... They probably still paid him. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It seems like a, a big accounting mess to take one check. It's probably too much yeah. work. I would I just yeah. give him the 200 grand. Yeah. Okay, the last... Ball, right? The last afternoon game, San Fran at Seattle. San Fran are favored by three and a half points on the road. Debo Samuel got hurt last week, as did friend Warner. And those guys are not supposed to play this week. Seattle has been burning me like six weeks in a row. And for some reason, I'm still thinking they're going to win and cover this game. I don't know why. I want to believe in Russell Wilson. He is terrible. I don't understand what he's what he's doing. And why he's so bad, but I'm still in on Seattle. Russ is going to figure this out. I, no Debo and no Fred Warner. It's got to be Russ has to do something. He has to. Seattle wins and covers. Who, who's been who's been the the Russ cheerleader on this pod for the last couple of years? You did say he won MVP one season where he clearly did not. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love Russell Wilson, but this year. Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson is their last year together. I've been saying it for a while. They're either both gone or one of them's gone, but they're not coming back next year. Not, not both of them. So I think this is just, just the growing pains. Like they're done. And I think Russ is out of it mentally until they get their new coach or until he finds his new destination. 
So I do not have Seattle winning, but I have them covering. Um, I have San Fran win- winning this game because Seattle is terrible, bad. You were in on that early this year. You said Pete Carroll would not be coming back last year. That was one of the, your best predictions ever because it's looking very, very accurate and no one was saying it when you said it. So good job by you, Webb. Thanks, Coop. I still beat you 4-0 last week, but you're doing, you're, you're doing good some places. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I am what I am, man. I can't, I can't change who I am. <laughs> okay. The Sunday at eight o'clock game, Denver at Kansas city. Casey are favored by nine and a half points at home. Denver's coming off some pretty big victories lately. Kansas city had the bye last week. Andy Reed is, I think the 23 and O against after the buyer 23 and one after a bye. What do you have here? Webb? I may change this. I have the Chiefs to win and cover, but I don't think the Chiefs are 10 points better than most teams and not better than Denver. For now, I'm going to stick with it. Chiefs to win and cover because I think this is a statement game, but I'm not that confident in Denver not covering. That's exactly what I thought. I just don't think Kansas City is 10 points better than almost anybody right now. Denver's defense has looked good since Von Miller left for some reason. They have a good corner situation. Teddy Bridgewater isn't good, but he's a serviceable NFL quarterback. Maybe Kansas City fixed their problems during the bye, but I have my doubts. So Denver covers the nine and a half, but Kansas City wins in a tight, tight game. I'm thinking like 24-21. I think this would be a close, low-scoring game. You could be right. Yeah, just You could be right. Can Kansas City score 35 anymore? I don't think they can. I would be surprised if they did that on Denver. Like last week, I thought the Chargers were going to blow out uh, the Broncos and the Broncos controlled like 85% of that game. Yes, sir. I shouldn't have said Kansas city can't score 35, but they don't do it. Like I just, they, they might be capable, but they aren't doing it. And I'd love right. to see them do it again because I have them in our picks contest. So I want oh, right. them to do well. <laughs> I need this, but they're letting me down. They're letting me down all season. <laughs> I think this will be a good game, by the way. I think it'll be a fun game. And I, I would be shocked if Mahomes did not throw at least two interceptions. So, wow. Well, heads up there. <laughs> okay. The Monday night game and what some are calling the game of the week. New England at Buffalo. Buffalo are favored by two and a half points at home. Webb, New England is on a serious hot streak. They have been killing people, blowing them out. I think their last six games, they've won by like 155 to 40. It's been dominant. Buffalo has looked very mediocre lately. Josh Allen beat up on New Orleans last week, but the Colts destroyed them the week before. What do you have in this game, Monday Night Football? Everything's telling me to go with Buffalo, but I think New England is just too good defensively. And, you know, people are saying that they're the most complete uh, team in, in, in the NFL. Um, New England to win and cover. I just don't think Buffalo's that good. And Buffalo has no running game. I just don't know what they're going to establish against uh, the Pats. I have New England to win and cover as well. I It's not supposed to snow on Monday in Buffalo. Mac Jones grew up in Florida, played in Alabama. He has not dealt with hard conditions yet. Tom Brady played college football at Michigan. He was used to bad weather. Mac Jones has not dealt with that. So I think things could change come January. But as of right now, Mac Jones is playing quarterback at a ridiculously high level. He might be the best rookie quarterback since Andrew Luck, which is amazing. Or Russell Wilson, depending on how you see it. I mean, Andrew Luck hasn't played much worse than Russell Wilson this season. 
So it's pretty pretty comparable, for being honest. <laughs> you you know you're a bad person, right? So true story. I was watching college football on Saturday, and Stanford was playing, and they showed Andrew Luck on the screen, and I immediately changed the game off. I was like, nope, none of this anymore. I got so angry. I just turned the game off immediately. I hate he, it so much. Does he actually care about his appearance now, or does he look the same? The exact same, if not Ugh. worse. Yeah. The neck beard and everything. I didn't look at him hard enough to tell, but he definitely had a beard of some kind. Ugh. Yeah. Did he fix just, his? Did he still speak like that? He it was just a side. He was just on the sidelines. He didn't talk or anything. But he's dead to me. Maybe he'll be at a Colts game uh, in the future. I hope not, because he'll get eggs thrown at him by me. <laughs> you know what the worst thing is? That when Andrew Luck retired, I remember the day we did our podcast. And I was like, oh, I, I get why he's leaving. I was upset, but I, I didn't hate him like I do now. But Phil Rivers and then Carson Wentz have broken me. As just a Colts fan, like the two guys I hated the most became Colts and it was because of his scumbaggery and I don't I don't forgive I don't forgive at all it's his fault oh. and bef- before luck was uh Curtis Painter a name I'll ever I'll never forget and Dan Orlovsky was there I think for a little while Dan too Orlovsky. Wow. ESPN's finest god I hate this team <laughs> okay well I think this Monday night game will be good I think uh if the Pats win they could control the number one seed in the AFC they have, that, they have that option. They could do that, which is crazy. Coming into the season, no one thought they'd be this good. That's good for them. Uh, did I think? I had them winning the play, uh, making the playoffs. I had them winning 11 games. I, I don't think I did. Uh, I guess you always knew cheaters do prosper, so good choice for you. <laughs> You're just bitter. I really am. I hate Bill Belichick so much. Yeah, it's I don't the worst. Uh, Webb, before we move on, I want to talk about one thing really quick that happened today. Antonio Brown got suspended for three games uh, for producing a fake vaccination card. Did you see this story? I did. And I saw some, some, some people saying on social media that it's not fair. He got three games when Aaron Rodgers did not get any game suspended. Do you agree with this? Cause I think they're two totally different situations. Uh, do I agree? That it's not fair. Um, yes. That with 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 Aaron Rodgers not getting suspended. No. Yeah. Um. As much as I said Aaron Rodgers, you know, it was a jerk move. It's not. Well, one like the A B thing that he did is much worse than Aaron Rodgers. It's also a a crime to you know. It, it, it's very fraudulent. Five years. Um, Five years yeah. in jail. It's a federal crime, I believe. Yes. Um, in the states, uh, and it's 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 much worse. It's much worse. It's much worse. As much as Rogers lied, this is, you know, if you want to say Rogers was on the, the side of misleading, fine. Antonio Brown was not. So here's what I see the difference as: the Packers knew that Rogers wasn't vaccinated. His teammates knew he wasn't vaccinated. That too. That too. And Antonio Brown told everyone he was vaccinated. Yeah. And did you see his statement by his lawyer today? No, but but I but the statement before because this has been in the works for like the past few weeks or so. His lawyer's been saying no, he's vaccinated, this and that, whatever. Yeah, today he said Antonio still says he's vaccinated, 
but he will take the three games off to recover from his ankle injury, and it's fine. Wow. <laughs> it's just like, what? I'm not admitting this... guilt, but I'm taking the penalty. Okay. I was like, that is a wild thing. I, I can't believe it. Because also, apparently this came because he refused to pay the guy he got the fake vaccination card for, for the cart. This idiot. I think it was $30,000 he was supposed to pay. And because he didn't pay that money, he's going to lose, what, like $500,000 in game checks? This guy, this moron. Idiot. Uh, Shouldn't be surprised based on Antonio Brown's history. But um, yeah, just a bonehead. Just a bonehead. I'm surprised it's only three games. Uh, Just, you know, with the league's stance on, on, on vaccination. I'm not saying it should have been more than three games. I'm just saying I'm surprised it wasn't harsher. Um, I still think Aaron Rodgers is a jerk for for what he did, but like you said, there's a difference. Almost everyone except the media and the the fans uh, knew that he was not. He was only he, he was immunized, as he would say. <laughs> so for Antonio Brown, I think it should be harsher as well. I think the whole season he should be done because there's no vaccine mandate. He didn't have to get vaccinated. He didn't need to do this. He could have just said, okay, I'm not vaccinated and wear a mask inside. He didn't want to do that. He didn't want to be inconvenienced. So he put everyone at risk. He wasn't getting tested every day. <laughs> this guy's a he maniac. Without, he was going on without a mask, like walking yeah. around, I'm sure. Um, Aaron Rodgers was tested every morning. Antonio Brown was tested once every two weeks. Like, this is crazy. Jeez. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how this guy still has a career, by the way. I don't He's understand really it. That's the is only he- thing. He's really good. Is he still that good? He's not as good as he was in Pittsburgh, but he's still a really good weapon for, for Brady. And he's only uh, 33. Yeah, still pretty young. For a receiver, that's pretty old. No, but I mean, like, so he he didn't hit his prime until late, right? In his career, like probably his mid to late 20s. I think he got good at like 26, 27. Yeah. Yeah. And then he went through the Oakland and New England. So he saved a little bit of mileage on his body. I don't think he's an old 33. At least not football wise. Maybe that's life-wise. fair. That's yeah, life wise. He's he's lived the life. Yeah, <laughs> he's lived the life. Yeah. Okay, Webb. That ends our picks for week thirteen. And if the listeners know anything about this show, they should know that you love making lists more than any person alive. It is your favorite thing in the world to do. And you sent me a text earlier in the week that we need to do a quarter season NBA All Star All Star picks. Absolutely. It was super, super important, the most important thing to cover. And I was like, you know what, Webb, you were right. The All-Star <laughs> game is important. I was very – so we're going to go over every slot in the East and West. We did two guard starters, three forwards, and then the reserves, two guards, three forwards, and then two wild cards from both conferences. Webb, did, this, did these surprise you at all? Who made your lists? Um, more like who did not. Yes. Mine too. Uh, I think people will be surprised by who I chose because I have some pretty strict requirements. I do not like people on losing teams. And if you don't play a lot of games, I'm not going to put you on the all-star team. That's Those are basically my two, my two biggest concerns for guys. That's fair. Yeah. Do you want to start in the East or the West? What do you feel better let's about? Do, let's do the East. Okay. Uh, I always find it interesting for between you and I, if we have the same same guys or not. Mm-hmm. There's 12 names here. How many names do you think we agree on out of the 12? 
I'm going to do a little count right now. I think we agree on seven. I was going to say seven as well. I think seven are pretty close. I think, I think we're going to agree on seven. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Let's, I'm going to have you go through your whole roster and then I'll do mine to be less confusing. Actually, don't, we'll, we'll do starters. I'll do my starters. You do your reserves. We'll, we'll go back, back and forth. Who are your two guard starters in the East? I have LaMelo Ball, Zach Levine. We agree on the two starters in the East. Wow. I thought we'd I, agree on LaMelo. I didn't think we'd agree on Levine. I thought we'd agree on Levine and not LaMelo. <laughs> Interesting. That is surprising to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, LaMelo has been incredible this season. He's probably the most fun guy to watch in the league right now. And my whole criticism for Zach Levine's career is that he has not played winning basketball. And now he's playing winning basketball. So I'm, I'm back on board. Good for Zach Levine. Yeah. He's pretty much doing what he was doing last year. He just wasn't winning. Now he is. Yeah, they got defenders around him. Guys that defend the basketball. So he's yeah. able to just be a, a better scorer. And they can hide him on defense a little bit. Lonzo's excellent. Alex Caruso, your boy, is excellent on defense. Chicago's very fun. Okay, so we agree. Two for two. That's crazy. You're three forwards. Who are they in the East? I think I think we're going to agree on two of these. And the third one's a wild card. I think, I think we might agree on all three. No, actually, you know what? I think I know who you're going to put in as your third forward. I'm not going to have him as my third forward. Um, uh, Kevin Durant, Giannis Attentacumpo. We agree on those two, I'm sure. My third we do. forward, and who I don't think you have on as a starter, is Jimmy Butler. You are correct. We agreed on Giannis and Kevin Durant. We disagreed on Jimmy Butler. I thought about Jimmy. I did think about Jimmy. I think I know who you have. It's Levine's buddy. It's DeMar DeRozan, baby. Let's I go. Figured. I figured. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. DeMar has just been so efficient this year. He's been so good. I think he's 25, 5, and 5, playing good defense for some reason, which he was never capable of before. He's excellent. And Jimmy yeah. Butler, I think I did not have him a starter because I think he's missed a few games. Yeah. I think that was the difference for me. So we're close. We're pretty close. That's good. So four out of five. That's crazy. Okay. Let's go to the reserves. The two guard reserves. Who did you have as your res- two, your first two guards? Uh, Trey Young and Fred Van Vliet. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. People okay. might be scratching their heads. Like, why the hell would you take Freddie on? Like Raptors are in a skid. Um, I think Fred's been great. I think he's been really good. He's been the Raptors were good for a while, man. And they've been on this this losing streak. He's he's probably their best player. OG's hurt right now. Might have been OG before, probably was OG before, but I think Fred's been their best player this season. And uh uh the Raptors aren't that far that down. They're two and a half games out of the, the last spot in the East. Sorry, what am I saying? It's 10 spots now. So the one and a half games out. Yeah, they're in 12th. Yeah. Okay. I had Trey Young making it as well. I'm going to shock the world. Don't you dare say Ricky Rubio. No. My second guard reserve is James Harden in Brooklyn. Wow. I thought you hated him. I do, but Brooklyn's in first in the East. And he's been putting up amazing stats. I don't like James Harden, but I got to reward what he's doing. He's played in most of the games this season, even though he was injured when the season started. And I just... He's been really good. I think trying to find him right here. I think he's averaging 21 a game and 
eight rebounds, nine assists. And he's played in 21 games. Those are really good numbers. And Borkland's winning. So I got to give him some credit. I am reasonable. So normally I'd agree. But I, and I think in a, in a vacuum, those numbers are good. But I'm, I, I think James Harden has actually been, uh, this has been one of his worst years. Um, just compared to like how he's been in the past and like his standard that he's created and his, his, his shooting numbers are, are, are pretty bad for James Harden standards. He's only shooting what 42% from the field, 36% from three, which isn't that bad from last year, but it's not that great overall. Uh, I just feel like, it, you know, he, he struggled for a while, took him a while to get going, but you're right. Um, he distributes the ball very well and he's, you know, Brooklyn's number one in the East. He's a huge part of that. So I'm not mad at, at your pick. I reward winners. And that's why I'm that's consistent. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. The three forwards in the East, the reserves, I found these really hard to fill. Did you find it kind of hard here too? No, not really. Okay. Who are you? <laughs> I did not think that there were that many deserving people in the East. I was not really? that impressed. I was not impressed with the bigs in the East, to say the least. Right. Okay. Who were your three forwards? Uh, I had Jason Tatum, Clint Capella, DeMar DeRozan. You had Clint Capella, huh? Yeah. The, the surging Atlanta Hawks at 10th place. Good for you, Webb. Good for you. Atlanta won, like, I think seven or eight in a row. Like, they were really bad before. The 12 and 10 record that they have doesn't look great, but, like, they were on a streak. Okay, sure. Capella's been really good. My three guys, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Julius Randle in New York. Uh, the, the 11 and 11, 10th place Knicks. Can't argue with that. I'm not always consistent, Webb. I do my best. <laughs> so, true story, when I made this list, the Knicks were ahead of Atlanta in the standings, and I felt much better. And then I just refreshed it. I was like, oh, no, Atlanta's in seventh now. <laughs> I made this and- list four days ago. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's a tough look for me. All that smack talking I was doing 10 seconds ago. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Who are your two wild cards, Web? They're really bad doing this. Um, Bam Adebayo, Jared Allen. Those are interesting names. Names I did not choose. But, and- sorry, go. I was going to say, I feel bad because I don't have James Harden on the list and I don't have one Washington wizard on the list. And the wizards have been one of the surprise stories of the, of, of the year. And they're in second place in the East as of right now. I had the exact same problem you did. And I changed my list to put Bradley Beal on as a wild card because I had to reward Washington with something. Damn. So Bradley Beal made my wild card selection. And I I don't think you're going to – if you had five guesses, you could not predict my second wild card. I don't think. Sorry. So Beal is the is second a wild card. Is, is the wild card. Yes. And you have one wild card remaining. Let me see if I can – you're not going to have Embiid because he's missed like a month of basketball already. I don't think you're going to put Sabonis because Indiana is so bad. Miles Bridges? Tyler Harrow on really? Miami. Wow. He has been incredible as a sixth man this year. He's averaging almost 22 a game. He's like he's playing so well. He's he playing well. He's their best offensive player. Like he, 
he kind of is. Jimmy takes more shots. Tyler Hero is more efficient. He's their sixth man. He comes in. He builds up leads for Miami. Like, he's been incredible. I don't know why he can't start. Like, his brain is broken. He's basically the new Manu. But he's been incredible, <laughs> Miami. And Miami is winning games. I got to give him credit. Tyler Hero is my second wild card. All right. Makes so, more sense to me than Julius Randle. But, um, <laughs> yeah. He's been really – Hero's been good. I just – I wanted to also reward Cleveland as another surprise team. And Jared Allen's been – been pretty good jared allen's been incredible but has evan mobley been better than him before the injury like evan mobley was better than him that's why i didn't put allen on the team i don't know i i mean i think mobley's been good and he's a rookie i don't know i haven't been that impressed by him but he's fine so we agreed on one two three four five six seven names like we predicted wow okay interesting we know each other way too well at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty crazy that we got it down to the exact number that would overlap. We talk way too much basketball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on to the West. Uh, same thing. I think we are going to agree 12 names. I think we're going to agree on eight names here. Um, yeah, probably. I say eight to nine, yeah. Okay. Let's start with the guards in the West. Who do you have as the two starting guards? I think we're going to agree here for sure. So Steph Curry, we already know we're going to agree on that. 100%. Mike, I'm going to love this. My guy, my guy, the guy that you hated for years, Devin Booker, is my other guard as a starter, who some are calling an MVP candidate. Devin Booker's parent should not be listened to for MVP discussions, okay? (laughs) Let's calm it down. I have Steph and Devin Booker as well. I, I think Phoenix has won 17 in a row at this point or something like that. That's insane. Yeah, they've won 17 in a row. It, you got to give him respect. He's winning games. Is yeah. he the best player on his team? Probably not, but good for Devin Booker. Yeah, he's the leading scorer, so he's going to get, you know, a lot of the, the, the praise. But, you know, obviously Chris Paul is the anchor. Yeah, Chris Paul, sure. I'd say DeAndre Ayton. I would not do that. <laughs> this guy's killing my fantasy team. I hate him so he much. Is. He is. And I still beat you. Okay, who are your three starting forwards in the West? I, I think we're going to agree on two names here. And the third one, I don't think you're going to agree at all. Uh, I agree that we will disagree. Yeah. Uh, I have AD, who's had a really good year. This is his best regular season as a Laker. Anthony Davis, uh, Rudy Gobert, who's uh, looking fantastic. And I gave, begrudgingly, I gave this, the, the, the nod to LeBron as the last name. He missed a lot of time, but he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. And I know people are going to be like, how could you put him over Jokic? Uh, because the Denver Nuggets are not doing that well. They are... I mean, the Lakers aren't killing it, but the Nuggets are also doing very bad. The Lakers have two more two more wins than Denver. So yeah, we did not have any of the same three names there as the starters. You didn't even have Gobert? No. Really? I did not. And you know what? I'm going to switch it, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to put Gobert in as a starter. 
Yeah. When I, when I did this originally, Minnesota was in sixth. They're now in ten, ninth. I had Towns and I'm going to move him to reserve and put in. So my three guys will be Paul George, Nikola Jokic, and Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Clippers, they're playing so well. And it's basically just Paul George. Like their team but is they've so. Been, they've been bad lately. I mean, they're not terrible. They've lost three in a row, but before that, like, there's they have the same they have they have one less win than the Lakers. Like, who is the second best Clipper? Reggie. Is that good? No, that's horrible. Exactly. Like Paul George is doing it by himself. Nick, Nick Batum is hurt. No, Nick Batum has COVID. And they're missing. And him. Is, yeah, they, that seriously hurt the team. And it's not 2009. Paul George is fifth in the league in scoring right now. Like. Uh, he's doing really well. His shooting percentages aren't great, but he's taking a lot of shots, seven rebounds, five assists, 26 a game. Turning over and the ball like Russell Westbrook. Killing my I fantasy like, team. Yeah, you own him in fantasy, so you hate him. I get that. <laughs> so he did not become a starter for you. And yeah, Towns has played incredible, but Gobert is playing winning basketball. He's great regular season player. So yeah, that makes sense. I'll switch that up. Make Gobert. Let's go to the reserves. Who are your two guard reserves? Chris Paul and uh, Donovan Mitchell. Okay. We agree on one of those names. I have Donovan Mitchell as well. And my boy, Luca Legend. Dallas's finest. Couldn't wait, could you? <laughs> Couldn't wait. Dallas is in fourth place in the West. And it's just him. Like, his team is bad. I watch a lot of these games. And last year, we talked about how bad Dallas's supporting cast was. And it's not much better this year. KP is an abomination to watch most nights. Goofy legs, son of a... My God, he's terrible. (laughs) I read an article today about this French kid who's 16 coming up in the draft in two years. And they compared him to Kristaps Porzingis, but with better handle. And I was like, this kid's going to bust. He's (laughs) 7'3". And I was like, he's going to be terrible. (laughs) He's super skinny as well. I was like, oh, this is destined for failure. It's going to be tough. Yeah, he will not be a rookie phenom. Okay, who are your th- who are your three forwards? Uh, so I think okay, we're not going to agree on these because you have them. So Paul George, Nikola Jokic, the third one's probably going to throw you Andrew Wiggins. I have Andrew Wiggins too. Really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, I give him so much grief for the, over the past few years. He has been amazing this year. He's played 100%. his butt off. He's playing defense like we thought he could play when he got drafted. Yeah, he's doing he's doing it on both ends. And Golden State's one of the top teams, second best team in the league. When Andrew Wiggins came out, I was like his biggest fan. I was like, he's gonna play great defense. And then every, all the time in Minnesota, he did not do that. And he's finally starting to turn it on defense. Steve Kerr has gotten to him, I guess. I don't know what changed, but he's really good on defense now. It's crazy. I, I did not think you would have him at all. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, and not even a wild card. No. Um, my two other starters are Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns. So, yeah, I had Jokic as a starter and Paul George as a starter. You had them as reserves. Okay. So, I'm surprised you both had Wiggins, man. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I am very surprised by this. Okay. Who are your two wild cards? If Luca doesn't make it, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> No, I have Luca as a wild card because that's what he deserves. But um, 
<laughs> my other wild card is John Morant. And I would have had him beat out Donovan Mitchell for the guard position, but Ja got hurt. Anticipate he's going to miss a good amount of time. And Memphis is not doing as well as I thought they would. So I, when I did this list, John Morant had just gotten hurt. So he did not make my list. But I agree with you. If he had, he probably wouldn't have been a starter, but he would have been a starting guard over Donovan Mitchell. I agree. My first, I have Anthony Edwards on Minnesota as a wild card. Wow. I've just been so impressed with him this year, how he's playing. He's just so much fun to watch. He's really cocky. He has no idea what he's doing, but he's just dunking like 35 feet over. It's crazy. He's so much fun. I want him in the game. And my second wild card, and I think the biggest upset of all, is a Phoenix Sun not named Chris Paul. Mikael Bridges. Wow. Okay. And the reason I did this over Chris Paul was Phoenix had just beaten Golden State and Bridges shut down Steph Curry. And I was like, Steph Curry's probably the MVP and Bridges was the reason that they won this game. So I got to Bridges has been so good this season. He's kind of their glue guy. He does a little bit of everything. He can score a little bit. He's a great defender. I love his game. And they paid him over DeAndre Ayton. So obviously there's value that he's bringing. And and they were right. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) I didn't. uh, We both said that was a smart move. Yeah. I like DeAndre Ayton, and Bridges is a much more important player in 2021. Just the way basketball goes. Like, Ayton is needed to win the West because there's so many bigs in the West. But if they make the finals, like, Giannis played him off the court. He couldn't couldn't guard him. He kept getting in foul trouble in the finals. He wasn't wasn't reliable enough in the finals. Yeah. And if it's not Giannis in the finals in the East, if it's not Giannis or Embiid, can Ayton play in the finals? Could he play against Brooklyn? I don't think he could. Sparingly. Like, who is he guarding on Brooklyn? He can't guard Kevin Durant. Probably have to go, if, if they have Aldridge on, he'd probably guard Aldridge. But if they go super small or small ball, uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Kale Bridges, my boy. Okay, well, this was a fun show. Yeah. I like your list shows. We should do these every week. We should. Do you want to run down your, your, your team again? Sure. Uh, we'll start with the East and we'll do the West. My East starters are LaMelo Ball, Zach Levine, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Demar Derozan. Yeah, my starters in the East: uh, Lamelo Ball, Zach Levine, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and uh, and Jimmy Butler. I respect you for saying Giannis's last name. I don't even give it a shot anymore. I'm like, you know what, Giannis? People know who that is. They know who he is. I'm not gonna butcher it every time. I'm gonna pronounce Antetokounmpo 15 different ways in a show. I'm not doing it. I'm not embarrassing myself. Okay, my reserves in the East are Trey Young, James Harden. Julius Randle, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and my two wild cards are Tyler Hero and Bradley Beal. All right. I have uh, Trey Young, Fred Van Vliet, uh, Jason Tatum, Clint Capella, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Bam Adebayo, Jared Allen. Terrible team. Okay. And in the West, my starters are Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Paul George, Rudy Gobert and Nikola Jokic. And my starters are uh, Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Anthony Davis, uh, Rudy Gobert, LeBron James. My reserves are Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Davis, Andrew Wiggins, and Carl Anthony Towns. My two wild cards are Anthony Edwards and Mikhail Bridges. 
Our reserves for the West, Paul George, Nikola Jokic, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, Luka Doncic, John Morant. We agreed on eight names in the West, like we said we would. Wow. This is scary. Yeah. And one of uh, the names is Wiggins. That's what's crazy. <laughs> that is wild. That is crazy. <laughs> uh, I did not have LeBron James as an all-star or Embiid. That's fair. I yeah. Did, yeah, I didn't have anyone from Philly. Philly sucks anyway. Yeah, but like you'd think Philly would make like Embiid. Yeah, I'm totally fine with you not having LeBron on the, the roster. I'm not a big LeBron fan like you are, so. I'm definitely not. But I think that he has... In the games that he's played, I think he's been he's been solid and uh, and um, I just it, it, honestly, if Denver was just a little bit better, I would have had Jokic over LeBron. Like if they were just a little bit better, if they were not the tenth seed, I would have put him over LeBron as a starter. Yeah, that's fair. That is honestly fair. I just yeah, LeBron. It's I think he's played for uh, eleven games, so huh? yeah, it's not enough. I mean, Jokic has only played sixteen. So there's not like a huge difference yeah. there, but 11 is not enough for me. And That's fair. Plus, he should be in jail for what he did to Isaiah Stewart. And I'm just. Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> I honestly don't know. Because <laughs> I think it's because I find it funny because LeBron is like the best person in the league. Like that's not a criminal at all. And I find that funny. Just starting that rumor. It Has LeBron worse. ever been in trouble in his life? Like he's never been in any trouble at all. Uh, No, no. Like no, like no. suspension in basketball. Like I can't remember him even having a dirty play. No, like this. he got, never. He's only been ejected twice, and I don't even remember the first one. Uh, Neither do suspended. I. No, no, he, he never. I don't think he's even been fined. Like unless it was like a technical, but yeah, yeah, I find that funny. <laughs> yeah, starting that rumor, he should be in jail. Me and Skip Bayless. Uh, <laughs> and I'm only saying that so I can appear to be on Skip's side. So when we get we we're in person for the press conference, I could beat the hell out of him. Wow. It's an elaborate, it's an elaborate plot. Okay. Your boy Take Coop's always thinking. Your boy, that's 100 percent staying in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, please enjoy the week 13 games. Please come back and look at these all-star rosters closer to the date to see how right we were. I can't believe how much we agreed, man. That was crazy to me. Yeah. And remember everyone this is just a, a quarter of this the way through um so whatever like <laughs> you know like don't don't get at us don't get at me for putting lebron on call me a, a, a laker homer i don't even like lebron i've said that many times and i'm happy i'm not going to debate anybody about lebron being on my team um, i mean you say you don't like him but then you put him as a starter not even as a reserve a starter in the West. Coop, half half these guys I don't really like. Like Paul George. Nope. Uh, you Luka, love Paul George. Yeah. You love Paul George. He's been really good this year. Paul uh, George for Dame Lillard. You want to make that trade? No. Exactly. Uh, you love you love Paul not, George. Not right now, but I might I might want to in, in February. You love Paul George. It, you you say you love Dame, but you won't make that deal because you love Paul George so much. I called your bluff. You love the Clippers. Wow. Yeah. Everybody, the devil. that's what I do. Everybody, please go follow us on Twitter at Rookie Phenom. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Verbal keeps emailing me, Web. They love me so much. It's crazy how much, how huge we are in verbal. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm 
definitely listening to us on, on verbal. So thanks. For I, did, I did not know how to spell verbal. Now I'm all in. It's V-U-R-B-L. Boom. Download that app. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. Be out. <laughs>